talk about the Philadelphia Eagles with bros. Check us out on Twitter on Bros and Birds Pod, and also email us at Gmail. Bros on Birds Pod at gmail.com. Now get ready for the bros. Hey everybody, welcome back to Bros on Birds. Got it right that time, guys. No dudes. Bros on Birds. Alright, it's Mike here, and I got the rest of our cast with us. We got Chris, Jamal, and Joe. Gentlemen, how was your weekend? My weekend was great. I got yeah? sick. What'd I, got you get? I have COVID-19, you guys. <laughs> how you feel? <laughs> how you feeling? Uh, I feel okay. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah, fake. It's not bad. It's fake. COVID's fake. What, right. what? 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 Uh, are you vaccinated? If yes. you don't mind us asking, which vaccine did you get? The Moderna vaccine. That oh. microchip that they put in my brain. That, that's that's it. that's why you got the COVID. Because <laughs> it's weak, bro. Not FDA. Not not FDA approved. Yeah, that not FDA approved Moderna vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's doing wonders for you. Well, that and I, I think Nick Mullins should probably enjoy these this next preseason game because I don't think he's going to be in the league much longer after that. So. No, I agree. <laughs> no. So with that, we we can roll right into our first topic of the uh, previous week's uh, preseason game, which was the game against New England. You know, going into that, we were all very excited because all we heard was about how much the Eagles dominated New England in the uh, co-practices we had all week. It was basically the Philly show, and New England just looked horrible. And we get to game time, and Chris and myself went to the game, and we sat there. We sat down. They come out of the tunnel, and the first thing I said to Chris is, I'm like, Where's Hertz? Ertz led the team out, which I'm like, all right, cool. That just With means he's getting. Hair I'm too. like, that just means he's getting traded by the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, where's Hertz? I'm like, I don't even see him on the sideline. I'm like, why the fuck is Flacco warming up? Like all of that, and they go out for the first drive, and I'm like, it's fucking Flacco. They didn't can even. I, can I ask you a question? Did they make any kind of announcement in the stadium? That's what, no, no. TV. That's what I was getting ready to say. So the guy that sits in front of me has been there longer than me, but he's uh, he's a season ticket holder. And he, I said something like, yo, and he was like, yeah. He's like, is there anybody out there? And I looked at my phone, and it was after the first play, they finally put the tweet out saying that Hertz uh, will not be starting. He has a stomach issue, and he's out for the day. Well, that's what was game. so confusing that everybody was there to see Hertz. Like everyone's going around. The guy in front of us had like a Wentz jersey. He had it redone to make it say Hertz. Like everybody yeah. there was, some, had Hertz stuff on. Some kid walked in with a Wentz eleven jersey on, and he said his girlfriend covered up the one one with duct tape and covered up the ones on his sleeves and changed the the Wentz the W E N to H U R. Yo, she had him in check too. By the way, like every time he tried to talk around talk to, she was like, no. Like yo, I, she she wears that one. She absolutely wears it in that relationship. That so was some guy. Some guy's girlfriend wouldn't let let him, let the guy talk to you guys. Yeah, oh, and he yeah. was like, and he was like trying to show off the creation she made for him. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but like, yeah, to Chris's point, like everybody in that stadium. I mean, I know we went because we heard Devonta was playing, and we were like, "Fuck, we're gonna see him out there. What fucking hurts? Like, let's go. This is first team offense." And the guy that sat in front of me said the same thing. And they after it was the second play. They put the tweet out that said, yeah, he's not coming in. And then the guy in front of me was like, that's the reason I fucking came here. Like, the the, de- <laughs> the defense better be playing. And then there it is, first play. Flacco fucking fumbles the ball or high snap. I'll give you that high snap because I didn't even realize at that point that, like, no offensive line was in either. 
Yeah, the they o- took. They, yeah, they took them. They would. They only have two starters players. The only thing we got starter wise was the wide receivers. Oh, so there were no starters playing. No, the no. You got the wide receivers and the second and the second string. Makes no it, sense. No, I mean, it, it, well, we'll get into that in a second. So then, I'm like, all right, whatever. The defense came out. Less we'll see. At least we'll get to see how the defense does against what's the name. Then the defense gets blown out in the first play, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, wait a minute. There's no defensive starters out here. The they only person, Singleton. There was two starters out there on defense. It was Alex Singleton and Steven Nelson, which I get Steven Nelson because he's new. It's first year on the team, and they uh, wanted to see how he, you know, they probably gave him more reps to get used to the playbook and shit like that. But I, Alex Singleton, he's been here all last year. I guess they were just trying to see maybe they have him competing for middle linebacker. I don't know. But, yeah. And then after the we saw that uh, drive, I said to Chris, I was like, uh, let's go check out the new bars they opened up in the lake. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be a long night. <laughs> it was. Yeah, which it was. It was a 38 to nothing night. Yeah, it was terrible. I watched, like, the first quarter, and that was it. And I was like, ah, oh, that's it. But what I will tell you is on TV, they knew that Hertz wasn't playing probably about five minutes before. Oh, really? Uh, kickoff. Yeah. Well, the next day, doing some looks into it, like, it came out, he was out there practicing. He was at warm-ups. He was on the field. He was dancing. Really? Yeah, but when he was dancing, I don't know what you guys feel, but it looked like he had to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys, and, like, I know you have a theory about this, Mike, but haven't you guys ever, like, been fine one minute and then all of a sudden your stomach bubbles? Oh, absolutely. You go in the bathroom and you destroy that shit? The and- bubble guts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, dude, I got food poisoning or something. Then you feel sick. It's like a technical stomach term. hurts. But that's yeah, what I'm not going to lie. I call that every day of my life. But that's what Emodia... <laughs> like, that shit happens once a day every day. I never know when. It's so cool. It's an aw- it's awesome surprise. But that's what Emodium AD's for, right? Emodium AD. That's yeah. just for your 40s. No, I mean, just... no, no, dude, I used to take this shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I had, like, a sporting event that I had to go to, like, and I, I, I would normally get nervous in the morning and, sh- like, you know, I have to take, like, five shits, I would take a modium and not shit for three days. Yeah. Yeah. I, all I'm thinking about is Pablo just destroying random Wendy's bathroom <laughs> in South, Southwest Philadelphia. Or <laughs> yeah, did I tell you that fucking story? No. Go on. Another time. Continue. Another time. I'll say I'll save that one for a special moment. I got a good I got a real good story. That was very eerily fucking accurate to my story. We'll talk. I about just that. made that up. I just Yo, right. you don't even know. I won't load that one day. We're, we're, we're gonna oh, open we're gonna open no week three. We're gonna open week three. Yeah, yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> Unload. We gotta get baconators though. We gotta get baconators while we while we go through this. <laughs> we could do yeah, the, you guys set the mode. We'll do the podcast from a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> but positive takeaways from the practice Devonta Smith is legit mm-hmm. absolutely but we're Dude, just talking so... about practice I'm not even talking about practice I mean, I'm, I'm talking I'm talking about we're the talking preseason about game I'm talking about his preseason game he had two catches for like 15 yards I he, had, he, had, he, he had Super two, Bowl two catches two drops <laughs> And I'll, I, I'll say the first catch, he the first drop he should have caught. The second one I can understand. But go back and watch those highlights, dude. He was breaking ankles and running routes. And if you can see my screen right now, this is the best one right here. Dude, he fucking destroys it. Mm. I love him. 
My man looks so good that the one and only Chad Ochocinco tweeted, Do y'all fucking see Devonta Smith off the line of goddamn scrimmage? Holy pigeon shit, that mofo be gonna be nice. Wow. He's, he's, he is gonna be good, I think, but I don't, like, I think I said it in the first week, first podcast, like, it's gonna take a while. Playing wide receiver in NFL is, you know, not something that usually guys break out their first year. So if he's up and down, like that's kind of to be expected. I agree. But mm-hmm. the positives are if you look at all the plays he was out there, he got separation off the line. And that, I think that's the biggest thing that all wide receivers have problems with. Yeah. And it looks like he's skilled at it. And I think that actually, the him being able to do that benefits him, especially for his size. Because that's our biggest worry is how small he is and how light he is. If he can get the separation, then he really doesn't have to worry about getting killed at the line because nobody's going to hold him up. And his drops, were they real drops or were they... Like... The, fir- the first one was a legit drop, but I mean, it's the kid's first snap in the NFL. The second one was a little underthrown, and I can understand why he didn't catch it. Okay. But he, but he right. could have, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one was on him, second one, eh, halfway. Yeah, and then after that, he caught both of them. And the, and, and the, that one was a, a clear... Uh, Joe, I mean, you played football, I didn't, so I don't know what the route would be called, but that's a... Where is he? It's an out. Yeah, right. It's five it's yard out. Five yard out route. I mean, he 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 runs it perfectly. Like he cuts straight across, and he's separated from that guy to the point that he loses. My him. worry about this guy is that they when they put weight on, right? They're gonna actually, you know, he's gonna like, oh, I need to bulk up, put some weight on, and all that. Can he still run those routes as he starts to bulk up and get uh, further on into the league? And, and that's a really good question because when I saw uh, Barrett Brooks and um, Seth Joyner break it down that night, they said the positive about him, and I don't know if it has to do with weight because they didn't say that, is when he sells that cut, he sells it by shifting his whole body left. And that's not what a lot of receivers can do. Because he sells his whole body going left, but he actually goes back right. Yeah, he's doing a dance out there. But, like, you can only do a dance when you're that when you're that thin and you're that light. As you bulk up a little bit, you're not going to be that shifty anymore. I don't know. If he stretches and does everything the right way, and, you know. Oh, Chip Kelly but, world. But but is it, like is it necessary? <laughs> but, but is it necessary for him to bulk up? It depends, on what, it depends on what they do with him. If they, if they don't have him running across the middle and if he's good at protecting himself and not taking big hits then no he probably doesn't but if he's going to be it depends on what kind of a player he is and it's hard to tell what kind of a player receiver is going to be until they're actually in the league because a lot of the time they're not the same receiver in college as they wind up being in the pros like is he going to be you know an explosive outside uh, receiver or is he going to be you know someone who lives in the middle like uh you know, I don't know. Think of Chad Ochocinco. Like he was a guy. He was big and he was strong and he was tough and he lived in the middle. Like he could burn you on the outside, but he made the plays in the middle of the field. You know, and he took some punishment over his career. So it depends on what kind of player he's going to be. Is he the same? You know, currently, he. Now nah, he's a little bit bigger than Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. So 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 yeah, he is, and that's that's that I was getting ready to say. And I'm glad Chris brought that up because I was saying is if he can live in the same position that Deshaun lived, you see that that dude's made in the NFL. I mean, yeah, the last couple of years has been plagued with injury, but he's also on what like season ten. Yeah, but they're also not as dominant. Those oh, who's, yeah. The, who's, who's faster? Um, Don, um, Deshaun or? Devontae well, Smith. we can't compare because Devontae didn't run the four four at camp, so I don't know. I mean, not at camp. At, at, what's his name? Oh, he didn't run a 40 combine. in the combine. The combine, yeah. He didn't yeah, run the 40. 
he's not like at their at their career like where they're at right now i think watson uh, deshaun's probably faster than oh right now he absolutely is but i mean i i think back to jamal's question i think he's saying at deshaun's peak and Devonte's peak like as of right now who's faster and i i don't no, know deshaun deshaun is probably going to wind up being the faster player and i mean i only asked the question because he just looks really young. It looks like he's. Oh, he looks like a child. Growing. He looks like yeah, a child. He's not done growing, man. He's definitely <laughs> going to get a little bit bigger. I wonder how that's going to affect him moving but forward. I mean, the the positives on him in 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 college were his route running, his intelligence, and his hands. Fundamentals. And, and yeah, yeah. I mean, his dad's a coach. Was it was a coach? So I mean, or yeah, his dad was a coach. So I, I get that. That's where the intelligence comes from, right? And then his route running. If his route running stays out, ran for those fucking five or seven plays that he ran here and he does that well then yeah his route run is fucking amazing and if he catches things and he's a gamer like they say he is then i think he's gonna be okay yeah i mean i think at the at the very least he's going to be good okay he has a chance to be special i think just by watching you know a lot of college and you know watching him you know some stuff i see on youtube at practice or, or whatever i think he's going to be good barring injury and anything else that can happen in football but I think he does have the potential to be special. But, again, it depends on how he's used, too. You know, like I said, if they just keep him to the outside, like Deshaun Jackson, everybody loved him here. I loved him when he was here. But those kind of players, those outside channel wide receivers that play on the outside of the hash marks, they are not as dominant as guys who can play on the inside. Because if you ask any cornerback, they're gonna ra- they would rather cover a guy who's running down the sidelines than a guy who's going to run on the inside of the field. Because the sideline – is actually a second defender that helps you. Yeah. So that's why you see outside wide receivers. Like, they're great to have. They're home run hitters, basically, but they strike out a lot, too. Like, they're not as dominant as someone who can play and use their skills and their, their toolbox all over the field. Yeah. You know? So I would hope they would use him in that, you know, manner. But, again, he's going to have to grow into his body a little bit and get a little bit bigger physically to be able to do that and make, take the punishment. So the other big story from preseason was was Hertz and he, last minute he no longer played and all they said it was an illness and Chris has like more that came out today about it so hold on. So let's go here. It says Hertz said he was uh, debating whether to tell the Eagles about how he was hurting. Said he doesn't always tell the team if something is bothering him. As the leader of an Eagle, like as you're the leader of the team. How do you, I mean, I guess you get it. Like, you have that pride in you that doesn't want to tell you that something's bothering you. Well, you know, like, as in, like, I don't want to, I don't want to have my pain go outward. But yet at the end of, end of the day, it's like, I didn't play the game, right? Everyone geared up for to play the game and get some snaps in. He didn't do that. That's, that, that's, uh, I don't know about that yet. Yeah, I think that that comment's a little worrisome. I mean, I get that you don't want to tell the team that you're something's wrong because you want to get your snaps in, right? But, like, that that's a problem, man. You need to be open and honest and say something's bothering you. Because what if, t- it, all right, this was a stomach bug or whatever the fuck it was. But say it was like a shoulder, and we're gonna tie this into something else later. But say it was a shoulder injury, and he never said anything. Like you're just gonna go out there, and what if he gets hit and it breaks it in half or whatever? It makes it even worse. Like I, I don't think that's a good sign that this kid's saying he's not gonna tell. He, he doesn't tell the team when something's bothering him. Uh, I'll tell you that probably every star player is the same way. I, I don't. I don't disagree. But I know every every starter. I would go. I agree with you, Joe. Is every starter probably does that, right? Yeah, probably. I would say that, they, and I think I said this in a text that, like, everybody is hurt after the first game, yeah. you know. And you know, Jamal played football. I played football. You are hurt 
the whole season. Yeah. Like something hurts the whole time. Your shoulders fucked up. Your foot's fucked up. Your hips are bad. Something ain't right. So they don't go to, and there are players I've heard them say that it ain't my job to tell the team I'm hurt. It's my job to play. It's the doctor's job and the coach's job to tell me that I'm hurt and I can't play. So there's guys that, that subscribe to that. Maybe he's one of them dudes that are like, I'm not taking myself out. I'm not telling anybody I'm hurt. If I go out there and suck, they can check it out. And then they'll tell me I'm hurt and they'll pull me out. That's, that, that, just that's one fair. Of them guys. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. Like in high school, and I don't know how right this was or not, but the coach would always be like, always know the difference between uh, pain and injury. And it would come across like, don't be a bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you're hurt, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like, be a man. And it was a different time when we played. Like, you play, you're probably in the program over there after I was, like after I was already gone. But I tell them, like they say, like, oh, the kid died in uh, Louisiana because he didn't get any water or anything, and he was running the steps. And I'm like, I never got water at football practice. We got to have a drink once at practice, and that was it. Like, it's completely different now where the kids are all, like, they have drink. They can drink whenever they want to drink. We weren't allowed to get drinks. No. Like, and then when we – did they still have the thing when you were there where it was, like, the PVC pipes with the freaking the fucking hose yeah. drilled in it? Yeah, and they screwed a hose up to it, and they turned it on, and then that I don't was know why it. I called that shit a horse. I don't know. But what it just the fuck reminded are me you like, talking about? Can I get a, so, I need a, so I need a better when, description. When they would get water, they would take a PVC pipe, right? Like okay. a, a long piece of PVC where they drill holes every so many inches. Yeah, they built they like hook, a structure. What kind of third world shit And they would this? hook a hose Yo. up to it so they would like sprinkle out, and this is why Joe has COVID. <laughs> and you couldn't just go to that shit. Like, you couldn't just go to that shit. You had to wait until they let you go to that shit. Oh Fucking two days during camp. Yo, you didn't, you weren't allowed to get drinks, man. You know, and back when I played, they had, they had the wedges too. And I was a wedge buster and that's why I I have brain damage. (laughs) That's why I have brain damage. Yo, that shit was so crazy. You gotta have a soundboard for that shit. (laughs) It was different. He might be a throwback, which to me is a good thing. Like, let me put it to you this way. Like Brett Favre, do you think if Brett Favre had the problem, he was hurt? He was going and telling his coach that he was hurt. No, no, that's why his interception right, to so touchdown ratio. I guess the so biggest high. thing is that he doesn't have like the uh, he doesn't have the pedestal right now to say, "Look, put me in the game no matter what." And I know it's preseason. Let's be real. So yeah. I guess I guess the fan in me goes, "I want to see this dude play," but the team player, like you know, the camaraderie here goes, "All right, I respect this." So I, I can get down with that then. No, he he he's doing this. Probably a big part of it is because he wants to play, and he oh. doesn't have cachet to say, I, "You know what I mean?" Exactly. Yeah, I mean, come on. The kid's surrounded by rumors that the team's trying to trade for fucking finger in my butthole Watson, <laughs> and <laughs> that it's been blatantly said multiple times that the owner is not sold on him. So he's trying to go out there and bust his ass. So I do get that, but I th- also on the same side, I'm like, man, it's preseason. This isn't the time to fucking lie about how you're fucking feeling. Yo, speaking of finger in your butthole Watson. How quick does he get an OnlyFans account when he's fucking fucked? <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, last last thing to wrap up last week's preseason. I did, once I saw him sick, I had a very hardcore, like, uh, conspiracy theory thing. So my thing was like, alright, why the fuck is he, he's sick? Miraculously, like, all of a sudden he's sick. And he's gone. And then, Sunday. Was it Sunday? No, it was, that was Thursday. Friday. Friday they had that event. Friday was the Eagles autism mm-hmm. 
challenge. It's the bike run. It's like the biggest Eagles charity event every year. And he's not there. He's not in any pictures. He's nothing. And right away, like, my conspiracy brain was like, yo, he's getting fucking traded. Like, they got the deal done that night before the preseason game for Watson. And they pulled his ass out, said he was sick. He didn't show up to any team events the next day. It's done. Like, that's where my head was. And then I found out Saturday night he was at practice. And I guess they held him out because he had bubble guts. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's true. But he's at practice today. So, I'm guessing that that's not going to happen. But right away, like, I was like, what the fuck? He's sick? And now he's not at a team event? Like, the biggest team event of the year? I thought something was off. Mm, kind of adds up, though. Because Howie Roseman was just voted the least trustworthy GM Right by agents. The agents had a survey, and the least trustworthy GM in the entire NFL is Howie. So this is a total wow. Howie play, right? Right. Pull. I will tell you one thing about that survey. I will tell you the player agents are the least trustworthy people. <laughs> well, well, wait, 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 wait. But, but, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the survey goes on to say that he's least trustworthy because he's constantly playing both sides. He's, he's hedging his. He's hedging, he's hedging his, his bet. Well, of course he is. He's the fucking he's GM. A, he's a great. If he's playing both sides and he's doing it well, then he's a good. He's a good manager. Absolutely. So right here is like I'll pull, I'll pull I'll pull Hertz right. I'll play him a little bit. You know what I mean? He's he's good. He's our quarterback, right? And then boom, he's gone. So there's, there's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is still good, like you know. The, and I'm gonna bill it all because he had a stomach virus. <laughs> <laughs> so what do that's, that's, what that's happens? What, I I don't think we're getting Deshaun Watson. I don't either. I think I think that's I think nah. that ship sailed. I think no, it sailed, I but I was hardcore believing it was happening when I saw he wasn't at the fucking Autism Foundation thing. When you told me that, I agree. I was like, oh my god, he's not. He's gone. Something's going on because otherwise he would have been there. Panic. Every every player had to go. Like you, it was required. You know, but this this year he wasn't there, and that made me think it was crazy. But you know. But all right. So current week's activities. The big news that we got going on is we made some roster cuts. I, I mean, I couldn't even tell you who they were. There were people that weren't going to make it. We signed another tight end, uh, and we're currently doing. Uh, practice joint practice with the jets in preparation Ugh. for a preseason game <laughs> with the jets on thursday but uh supposedly again the eagles are looking good in joint practices um hertz has a, a bunch of really good passes he had uh miles sanders he hit miles sanders for first down and miles sanders did not drop it he caught the ball so Miles is making breakthroughs, <laughs> and I'm 99.9 percent .9 positive that's why Miles Sanders didn't play the first preseason game. I think they benched his ass for not catching the fucking ball, as they should. Yeah, he hit Rieger uh, along the right sideline, and then there was a big play by Quez Watkins. Uh, and they're saying that's the play of the day. I'll play the video for you guys to see it. It's a pretty impressive catch. Look at this. There's a fucking bullet, boys. That's a pretty boom. That was a pretty big. The the issue with that is a hell of a catch, but it took Quez Watkins into the fucking locker room for a second because he got to. I guess the wind knocked down, but he came back. Uh, out. Yeah. But I mean, that was a pretty insignificant arm motion for that big of a a pass. Seems like he's got time. a little bit of a cannon on him. Yeah. yeah. Let's go one more yeah, time. Play one more time. Look at him go. He rolls out. Off shoulder. Look at that. That's a fucking beauty. Oh. The catch is even better because yeah. he caught it over a defender. Yeah, that was a good pitching catch. 
So that was the big... Uh, he was going to his left, too. That's, yeah. You know, the you thing know. is, Wentz would have stopped, ran back the other way, stopped again, then ran back for the fourth time, and then yeah. thrown the ball. I'll tell you exactly what Wentz would have done. You play it again. I'll oh, this is, this is another one. This is a deep ball to Goddard. Wentz, wanna... Wentz would have rolled out, okay, the same way, but he would he's not athletic enough, so he would have stopped and planted his feet and then threw in the ball and gotten obliterated by the Yeah, yeah, I agree. So here's <laughs> and, missed, and then missed, missed the next two games. No, I, but I, I, I agree with the planting his feet, but he would have checked it down to either his tight end or his running back. Um, here's, a, here's a deep ball to Goddard. We don't have sound for this one. Dude's on the phone, yapping away. He was like, yeah, yeah, we suck. Oh, JTS sucks. Actually, that was really good separation for Goddard. That was a nice ball, too. He put it right, he put it right in the right spot. Let's see this. I hope they oh. feed him more this year. I want to see him coming to his own. He's Goddard. the man this year. He's the man. Zachary yeah, I, I think so. Game. Yep. I agree. Oh, well, they said they had Ertz out there first with the with the ones. So the other big news is the EAGLS cheer, cheer broke out by Jets fan, from the Jets fan section at camp in New York. Doesn't well, you know you, you know how the Jets are like their fans have kind of had enough, and I yeah. don't blame them, man. Jets fans like I I don't hate Jets fans. I hate Giants and I hate the Giants fans. I agree. Like, Jets fans like I I really feel bad for them. Because they're very loyal, and they love the game, and they support their team that's out there, and they get nothing from this team. Nothing. Like, the Jets as an organization, probably one of the worst organizations, definitely top five worst organizations in the NFL, maybe top five in all of sports. When's the last time they've been good? Uh, Vinny Testaverde. Was I was just going to say that. Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> What year was this? I was not even in high school, I think, at that point. Or maybe I was just in high school. That was a long, was a time, long time, ago. time ago. I don't think I was born yet. <laughs> no, the Jets, they were good. Uh, 2000 and, I want to say 2001 or 2002, they made the playoffs. Oh, the early Revis years when, what's his name, was the coach? When Ryan was the coach. Okay. They actually made it to oh, the Rex NFC. Oh, Ryan. Yeah, they made it to a couple of NFC cha- or AFC championship games, too. Very uh, forgettable. When What's his face? Butt fumble was the quarterback guy. Yeah, that was oh, like Sammy Sleeves. 2010. Sammy Sleeves. No, Sanchez. Not Mark Sanchez. Yeah, Sammy Sleeves. No, you're thinking of fucking. No, that's Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Sam, Bradford. Oh, Sam steal a fucking check, Bradford. That dude. <laughs> I, look I look up. I look. I look up to that man. Yeah, I respect <laughs> that dude. I can well, be honest. Killing it. I still love his jersey. Those sleeves, man. Can you imagine what he would look like if he didn't wear them sleeves? Like them little gangly little arms he had. He would have got those paychecks. <laughs> so the negatives come out of uh, practice this week. Couple overthrows. Uh, this is the one that I'm a little concerned about. They said he kind of over. Hurts uh, kind of held onto the ball a little too long, and that was one of the things that we saw at Carson. And I hope that doesn't persist. I hope with real life, you know, pressure and being hit that he's not holding onto the ball long. I can I, I hold on to the ball too long, but I can get how, like, in practice, they're not allowed to hit the quarterback, so maybe he's trying to just, like, do a little extra. So I'm hoping that's all that's happening. That's the thing. That's the thing with all young quarterbacks. They usually all hold on to the ball too long because they don't trust in their ability and they don't want to throw interceptions. Yeah. So, yep. So injury updates. Uh, Andre Dillard, knee still listed as limited participants. Uh, but was back today. But supposedly there's been a bunch of inquiries about a trade from teams for him. So hopefully that happens. Um, Give me a two. 
Yeah, I, I'll take it. I, 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 I'll take a, a, a bag of fucking balls at this point. <laughs> now, he has values. He does still have value. You know, he, he is a first-round pick. He does have value. And he hasn't completely blown it. He just got beat out by a guy who's never played football. <laughs> so, wow. so one of the New York reporters did note that uh, Jets cornerback Bryce Hall, one of their starting cornerbacks, he said, my goodness, Eagles wide receiver Devontae Smith just put Jets cornerback uh, Bryce Hall in a spin cycle, short zip route, but Smith's footwork is so crisp, Hall had no chance. Ball from Jalen Hurts during one-on-one. So, I mean, like, even – and I heard this from the Boston guys, too, because I watched an interview that um, – uh, who the hell was it? It was um, – oh, shit. Why can't I think of the uh, our reporters here? Old guy. The guy, one of the the guy who writes for the Globe? Ray, uh, um, Ray Diddy. Ray uh, Didiger did a, a TV, him and um, – I can't think of Glenn Macnow. Glenn Macnow. No. Nope, no, no. It was it was it was on, it was on Sports Now. The the older guy with the not not older, but uh, gray hair, kind of heavy set. Michael Barkan. No, heavy set. He's a writer for news. He's a writer for one of the newspapers. Oh, Shit. I know you're talking about. Uh, he's like he's one of long time Eagles Frank, beat reporters. Frank, no, um, I got it. I but get, but I anyway, the two piece. of them, the two of them did a live interview and they for last week's camp before the preseason game. And then they got online with like the equivalent for NBC Sports Center in Boston, and the guys from Boston were down here, and they said the same thing: like this kid's footwork and his route running are fucking unbelievable. Uh, so, other Ruben big Frank. news: what? Ruben Frank. Ruben Frank. Thank That's you. It. That's it. Yeah. Other big news: Fletcher Cox was asked which Eagles player is ready to make the biggest leap. He said he has two: one A, one B. Quez Watkins and Josh Sweat both have been really impressive. I fucking love. And Josh I'm gonna Sweat. go and take. I'm gonna go on record the Josh Sweat. Even though I'm having a hard time saying this because I was really rooting for the kid, Josh Sweat's going to beat out Barnett. Yeah, Josh Sweat. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I, I do, and it just—I I think he's more physical. I think I forget who who said it, but I heard someone. There's a couple guys on the radio saying he's going to have uh, like 11 or 12 sacks this year. Yeah, they're Josh saying Sweat. they're saying he's been unbelievable. I believe it. That dude's got I fire. So. He's got fire in him, man. Like you, I love watching players like that. That just give everything they got every single down, and they they get up, they're fucking, they're clapping hands. Oh, ready? And you know, and, and you know, like even if he does become the starter and bark, you like in the modern NFL, you do need actually a rotation yeah. on your defensive line. Yeah, absolutely. Like every team is doing that. So even if he's not the number one. You need at least four defensive ends that are going to play significant snaps. What is this? Like, the other thing I want to know is why is there a giant fucking tree in the middle of the Jets fucking yeah, practice? Jets. I was wondering about that. I, 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 I need a story. Yeah, like what is that around? I mean, I mean, this is and this is just the Jets practice facility too. It's not the Giants practice facility, right? They have their own. There's yeah, a, there, own. there is something there. Like there is like some sort of marker, but like I, I don't care what. It's a fucking tree. I think I think the story behind that tree is that the owner of the Jets has told the team that they have to practice around that tree <laughs> until they fucking until they win again until they win a playoff game until i can respect that game, he will pay to have the tree cut down <laughs> that i can that i can get behind that i can get behind that tree is going to be there for fucking on, a, on, a, on another note though one of the things i was looking for going into the preseason game was how nick seriani handled everything i mean I watching him on the sideline, you know, at the stadium in the preseason. I know it's just preseason, but I mean, he was on his own little island out there. I didn't see him near anybody the entire first quarter because I, I I will say the second quarter I was at the Jameson Bar having some cold brew whiskey drinks, but <laughs> for the first quarter I was in the stands watching, and he was on his own little island. He wasn't near anybody. 
I mean, he wasn't high five and he wasn't doing shit out there. So, so they look like shit, man. I he did, like shit. but I wanted to see his composure and the fact that he's on his own little island out there. I hope that's not a te- like you know that's not a sign for the rest of this season that he's on his own little island out there because I know he's fresh coming into the NFL and he's going to be a young coach and all that. He didn't have the pedigree behind him. I, I don't hope he's on his own little island out there. I, I really don't. Yeah, and Chris brought that up at the game we were there, but I, I, I said the one thing that I. I kind of defended him because he doesn't talk to the quarterback. He's the he calls the offensive plays, and he so they were coming towards the not the ninety five side. They were driving the opposite way. So where they were, the coach couldn't be at the line that they were lined up at or behind them because you know you can only stand at a certain spot. He was down towards the the, the what's that the Packer Street side looking at the and i said chris i was like nah man he's down here so he can watch the fucking play because he's standing behind the defense looking forward and he's watching the whole thing and he needs to do that because he's the offensive coordinator so he's more reading the defense to say this is what the defense is lining up and these are the plays i think we need to run and i don't know if that was a positive because they got shit on so maybe that didn't work but that was my assumption of why he was so far away i hope uh, i hope it was because it was a, a preseason game that ended up looking so bad because i got this feeling deep down that there's a chance that this guy gets fucking steamrolled this season and i don't want to see that i just i don't know he's got the kind of attitude that philly doesn't want to get behind like we're trying we're trying to give him a chance because it's kind of fresh and clearly doug had burnt out and his time had just expired here (laughs) it looks like if they lose to atlanta we're going to be in trouble uh yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. We're in trouble, but I don't necessarily mean that. I don't necessarily mean it's because of him. It depends on how we lose. Mm-hmm. If we lose and it's a fucking major blowout and every offensive decision is fucking trash, then yeah, it's on the coach. But if we lose because of play, like because of the way performance, then I'm not going to put it on him. Yeah, like talent. Like if yeah, they're just yep. not talented enough. Like I mean, let's be realistic. We we don't know what the talent's like on this team right now. Like the quarterback, we don't know. We're assuming no. we, we we think he can play based on college, but we're not sure. I don't think it's good. I, I, I yeah, <laughs> I don't I, think it's good. I'm yet. not optimistic. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Weren't you ten and seven? No, no, I'm not. I was the most optimistic. <laughs> Speaking of that, we should probably get to that. Yeah, right? well, well, before we wrap that up, I want to go into a couple of things before we go to the end of the session. I want to talk about a couple of things that are going on. Like, I, I don't know what to look for in this week's preseason game because it's the last one, so I have to assume that nobody's going to play. I mean, do you guys expect anybody to play? I do. Do you? Do you I think want to see Aaron's play? I absolutely do. Because do you think I, they're gonna? I don't. Listen, if it was me, everybody would play because listen, they're not good enough to do to do the thing where okay, we're not going to play this practice game to keep our starters fresh because your starters ain't good enough to fucking be fresh. Like it don't matter. You know what I mean? Like half the guys on, that are going to start for this team probably shouldn't be starters. Like the, the talent just isn't there on the team. So. I want to see them come out, play the starters for a significant a quarter, okay? And I want to see them have some momentum. Go. This team needs some momentum before they play Atlanta. I agree. I agree they with didn't that. Win the Super, they didn't win the Super Bowl last year. They haven't come off the three straight years of deep runs in the playoffs. They're not at that point. They're a young team, and they need success wherever they can get it, whether that be in the preseason or wherever else. But so, the thing to remember is, even if they do fucking amazing this week, they still have a whole week before they fucking start. To, they start. Yeah, you're right. So, 
But, you know, I ain't going to feel good if they don't play nobody and then they just show highlights of, you know, Hurts throwing, dropping dimes to, you know, Devonta Smith in practice. That ain't going to mean With the red jersey on. I, that's yeah. where I'm thinking yeah, that's what I they're going to do. That might be the new um... – uh, 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 the new Ben Simmons shooting three-pointers oh, in practice. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> do it. All right, fill my cup up. I need another drink on that one. That hurts. That so, hurts my soul. So, so, all right, to to do a real quick recap, so that's where we're at, but to do a couple, the last couple topics I want to do outside the Eagles organization. Number one, guess who's back at practice and slinging the ball? Fucking Carson. Um, oh, he's that, back. First he's round back. Pick. First round pick. First, yeah, <laughs> hope first is game, alive. He'll be ready. Game one, right? Let's they go, said baby. he'll be ready. So they hopes are alive. Uh, he's gonna get hurt. Well, no, uh, I mean, no, no, no. that shit. Knock on, knock on wood. But yeah, that's that's a positive. That's a positive for us. First round pick could be back on the table. And then uh, second piece of news coming from the uh, great Adam Schefter. We know that he doesn't really fuck around when he puts tweets out. Is that uh, we all know that Dak Prescott came off of a season-ending injury last year, and this year he is back. And for those of us that have watched Hard Knocks, know that they're they're basically keeping him in in bubble wrap and don't want to play, and he's not happy about that. But uh, two or three weeks into camp, he injured his shoulder, and they sat him again. They're saying now that he'll be ready for opening day. But Schefter's recent report came out saying that he will not be a hundred percent, and he probably will not be he'll probably not be not injured for the whole year. So they're saying he's going to be less than 100%, if maybe not even like like maybe 50% the whole entire season. And that's not just coming from Schefter. That's coming from, uh, I can't remember the name right now, but it was one of the Cowboys ex-head like scouts and head of like t- player development. Oh, this is our year. Yeah, it's our year, dude. <laughs> Super Bowl. But uh, I, look, I'm not, even, I'm not even. I'm not even being facetious right now. But like, if if this is true and this kid's fucked or he's really hurt that bad, I the only team I'm worried about then is Washington. Yeah, oh yeah. Because uh, I'm sorry, I really think the Giants are going to be a shithole for like five more years. Yeah, they're bad. Get rid of Daniel Jones. That dude sucks. And uh, they, like. Everybody loves it. Cowboys are the most popular team, second most popular team in every NFL city, but they're the least popular team in the league. So figure that they're like the most popular non-home team, but I think every fan base hates them. That's a like great even, heel for wrestling. Yeah, they're like a wrestling heel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. I hate I hate that team, but good thing Dak got paid though. Don't forget, he did. Uh, yeah, and, and good on him to hold out and not try to take the yeah. whole like injury clause that they were trying to throw in there and all of that. He sucks. Right? They fucking paid him. I don't think he sucks. I mean, he might no, uh, I, I, I yeah, agree too. That I think he's good. I, I definitely. Yeah, he still wears a star. He sucks. I mean, there's that, but talent wise, I'm not going <laughs> to argue. Yeah. Um, upcoming I'm week. Glad, I'm glad. I'm glad he'll be hurt. Like that's fucked up to say, but. I mean, it's better him not like being 100. percent I would, him ra- I would rather play the Cowboys and beat them 35 to nothing when their quarterback is like Mike Peterman or whatever <laughs> that guy's name is. Absolutely. <laughs> then have to get into a no shame in the game. It was like Jack it was like Prescott. when it was like when John Kitna used to come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Because <laughs> you knew that like they were just gonna kick the shit yeah. out of him, like <laughs> Kitna. So I mean, we play them pretty earlier in the season. So if he's really that banged up, then um. I'm okay with that. Uh, going into this week, uh, like I said, uh, it's cool, it'd be cool to see some players play, but I don't know if that's going to happen. My gut tells me we probably won't see any of them, especially since we didn't see them against New England. 
Uh, I think he's just holding off to make sure nobody's hurt for opening day. Uh, you're probably right. That's probably what's going to happen. But, again, I told you how I feel. I think that they need to play because they need success, and they got to take it wherever they can get it. All right. I'm with Joe. I'm with Joe on that. Like, momentum. Momentum's going to matter. They don't I have should, any. We got to get the stats on this because I've always been a big proponent to having the teams play in the preseason. I wonder what the, like the, the statistics say about not playing in the preseason and what that opening, like, three weeks looks like. Well, they're it, just they're not mature enough. But it, it, it's also different this year too, because this is the first year with only three preseason games. Yeah, it's true. I can I throw something out there real quick before we wrap up. I had an idea when they were talking about expanding the season, and I've said this to a couple people, and they said it would be interesting, but I don't know if it would be cool. Like if, you know, how we're at eighteen games now. Yeah. Expand it to twenty games. And okay? get rid of preseason completely. No, you can have preseason, but what you do is. Players are only eligible to play in 16 games. Oh. Well, yeah. Was that one of the original oh, ideas? Shit. You know what I mean? Like, you have to have another quarterback that you know is going to have to play four games. Uh, yeah, that was uh, – wasn't that one of the original ideas? That they they, they threw know. out there a couple years ago? Because I think it's genius, but you would have to up the roster count. That's fucked up. Well, I that love would be fine. I love that this. That would be fine, but that would be good, that would be good right? Because I, – and, and, again, I don't know if I heard that somewhere and I'm, you know – yeah, because not 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 only do you have to coach and figure out game plans, you would have to strategically manage your team. Yeah, it would be say, awesome, the strategy. Yeah, because only because the way you have to work it is that basically each player would have to sit one game. Dude, and Roger De- oh, Ro- Roger games. comes in. Four games, yeah. Yeah, Roger Goodell comes in and goes, all right, and only the head coach can coach 19 out of nowhere. And like Vince McMahon's <laughs> it. And like, it would be fucking <laughs> incredible. I am so in, in on it. In effect, it might be a positive net for the league because oh my God, they're going to get players who are going to get reps at first team reps, basically. Uh, yeah, get it, you know. So I don't know. I just think give us twenty games, but yeah, only, because like think of how play sixteen. Think of how like creative you can get. So like like let, hold on, let me I'm going to see something. Oh my God, what's dude. the Eagles? I am this so year? in on this idea. This is incredible. I want I want the keys to the ship on this. So I like, have so much fun with. So this. like, you get your schedule in the beginning of the year, and like right away, the Eagles are like, "Oh, okay, we got the Lions and the Jets. Like, we're putting in all the fucking second string in those games, <laughs> right?" Like, and there and there would be teams that would probably take that strategy, but then there would be other teams that would be more strategic about it, like and be like, "No, Jets, we're gonna, yeah, like there are wins Lions. for us." The Jets like, would get more wins in this in this like, strategy, like like. For example, like, I don't know, let's say that the San Diego Chargers have, like, the most elite secondary in the world, okay? You may say, we're going to concede and rest our starting wide receivers because we know they're not going to compete. And we're just going to focus on running the ball and getting reps for the young, for the other yeah. guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a and, lot any, of, and, and, you, and you could do the opposite for teams that have a heavy front and no secondary. Right. This is like some class loadout shit. In like, we're not going to run the ball at all this week. We're playing them. They give up like 48 yards a game on the ground. We ain't yeah. running the ball. But it's not only that, Joe. Like, think about it. You only put your offensive line in that's good at fucking run stop, or you, or you switch it and only right. put your offensive line that's good at pass prevent. That, and then you also would probably develop players who are like specialists. Yes. You know, in, in, on every roster. Like, you have a guy who's – a specifically a run game guard like he's just a fucking mauler you know or you would have a quarterback 
who is you would have mobile quarterbacks basically is what you would do because there'd be teams that you would say oh they have a big slow front seven yeah we have a mobile quarterback on our team so he's going to run around and cause chaos the whole game you know so talking about know, just talking cool. about earning your paycheck as a head coach that would be right there like that would be incredible it would probably it would probably also make it harder to have kind of a dynasty i guess too oh absolutely oh yeah big time good you know because like think of belichick it was pretty much fire and forget tom brady every yeah, he, he cheated for, though you know, he cheated years. he cheated yeah i don't know just just a thing but that's it that's on. a good idea no i, I think well, it's cool and we're gonna wrap this week with that and then uh just some news we're taking off next week we won't be here and we'll be back the week before first season first game uh, is that Labor Day week? Yeah, well, uh, the next record date will be. Let's see. Let me look at the calendar. We won't record on the thirtieth. The next re- Labor Day, like we'll either record the sixth or the seventh. All right, sounds good. Yeah, so we'll, it'll be right for first game, and it'll be strictly just about. And my gut says we'll talk about what the what the team looks like because final cuts will be in and just expectations. And we'll revisit. That'll be our final day to revisit our picks for uh, the year. Okay, so we can do a like a final a final revision okay. based on what the final you know roster looks like. Jamal, so do you want to just th- run it down again? Yeah. Do you want to throw out there what everybody's uh, totals are right now? Yeah, yeah, I think I got this all tied up. So we have Chris at ten and seven. Uh, Mike at eleven and six. We do not care. (laughs) (laughs) Joe at ten and seven, and that and and just for I'm not. I don't think we're going. I I think we're going to win more like seven games. Yeah, I'm in nine and eight, so I'm probably a little. And I feel like nine and eight is super optimistic. If things go exactly how I think they need to go. <laughs> I'm sticking with my 10 and 7, boys. No doubt yeah, about it. I feel like I'm, I'm flexing mine down a little bit, but we'll go from there. But all right. Uh, good night, gentlemen. Uh, good night, everybody. That was Bros on Birds. Can't turn our yeah, shoes man. Go Eagles, baby. Go Birds. Go Birds. <laughs> go Birds. Joe's go got birds. COVID. <laughs> 